Hey everyone, welcome to my podcast where I share my journey writing my first novel. I am a small business owner living on the coast of Maine with my cat and my husband. I have a bunch of new updates for you all, um, starting with my most exciting um, decision, which is I'm, I've been curious for a while about... Um, working with the story grid editor I've been doing some developmental stuff with and so I'm finally going to actually give him like my manuscript um for some editing yeah I am on an interesting journey with all of this because I just I've been making a lot of progress like I've been able to really work at it But at the same time, I do not have nearly enough time to devote all of the love and energy that I could be devoting to my writing process and my craft. So because of that, I feel that my writing could be much, much stronger. And... I'm not even done with the manuscript that I'm giving him. I'm like 75% there and we'll talk about that later as well. But I am at the place where it just, it needs to be cleaned up. And I just don't have the energy to be able to clean that up myself. And like I know some areas that are, that are wrong and some areas that need the help. And I've made note of those areas and then And then there's other areas that I just, I don't know what to do with. Um, And there's things that I'm not going to even see. And I've been curious about story grid, like the story grid technique, as far as editing goes, for a while. And I really like the person that I am working with. Oh, there's a little bug on me. Okay. Um, For my other, so... For Transitus, I'm working with an editor that my mother-in-law set me up with, and I'm really happy with her. Um, so that's why this decision to use StoryGrid was a big deal for me, because I'm happy. So, like, why change what isn't broken? But I really want to learn, and, like, I'm all about pushing putting myself out there and pushing like just my craft in general so I figured there there was a second where I was like going on Readsy and looking at people there but I have no context for any of those people so I'm gonna see how the story grid method works for me and my structuring um, dilemmas because if you've been on this if you've been following me for a while you know that story structure is like the bane of my existence. And I'm not like the worst at it. I'm not terrible at it. But I just have extremely high standards for myself. And when I don't get there on the first like couple passes, it's just feels like it's never going to be to the standard that I want it to be. So... Hence, story grid, and I'm really excited about that. And so, probably, possibly, um, following episodes might be kind of like discussions 
with them after the editing pass. Most likely that'll be what happens. Um, I think I have a two hour session with them after they go through it and I'll probably break that up however I need to. Either one episode um, that's really edited or two episodes, we'll find out. Uh, I don't want to be too revealing either on my story. There's not like, there's no like surprises really. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing to like hide from you. Um, The ending will be possibly a bit of a surprise, but it's not like earth shattering. (laughs) It's just going to be hopefully a really solid, good story. So a really big point that I want to bring up today is that little voice in your head that knows all of like the conventional rules of writing, like don't go backwards and like edit as you go being the main, that's the main one that I'm, that I'm thinking of, um, or just like adverbs and like show, don't tell, like All of that is always like a little voice in my head as I'm going through my process. And I want to, I want to directly challenge that. I want to really challenge that narrative that we, I want to throw out all the rules. I've done an episode about this before, but I really, even more so now because I'm learning my process is really not straightforward at all and it's not traditional and I feel like there's a traditional method that is talked about and then everything else really isn't isn't talked about and it's like considered fringe or wrong or like you're not constructing it right you're not doing your craft right there's literally no right way to write a novel um So the reason why I'm bringing this up is I'm realizing that as I'm writing my book, The Last Curret, um, I'm going through this rewrite, I have gone backwards many times, um, as many as seven times, and I'm 75% into the manuscript now, but I have to course correct as I go, and... I'm really good at strong beginnings. I that I I'm realizing that this is my strong suit and I think this is why that I need to work this way because I have like the context for everything as I go. So like I need the sto- story to start from beginning to end and if something changes in the middle or if something's missing from the middle or if I've missed something as I'm going along it's going to start showing in my writing as I'm getting into later scenes. So every time that I've come across something like that, a moment like that in my process, I've paused, I've gone for a walk or whatever. Like I've started to meditate on the story a bit more. So like the plotting, um, the whole pantsing versus plotting, I'm kind of doing definitely doing a hybrid of both. So I pause and I I do some more thinking on it. And then I realize, oh, well, if I go back one chapter or two chapters and fix this thing, 
or change this chapter or make it this way. I can continue with the rest of the story in this direction. And then and then I do it. So I go back and do that. And then I carry on. I think that rule is only there because people do get caught in a cycle of never finishing their novel. But if you're in a place where you know you're going to finish this novel, it's not a question. Like one, two, three, four years, you're going to finish it. Do your process how you need to do it. So I've been going backwards. And this goes into the story grid conversation too. Because I'm at 75% of this novel, the last current that I'm rewriting. And I'm realizing, okay, this is the last quarter of my novel. All of these things that I've tied in the beginning started threading through. All of these little pieces need to get neatly tied up in this last quarter of my book. And if anything changes, if anything needs to change, if anything, like, I need to course correct now for me to feel comfortable writing the last part of my book. And get this, so, like, I'm in a place where I'm working on two novels, right? I have been really excited, um about working on The Last Current, and it's been giving me a lot of life. But getting to this point, I realized I'm actually, I had a call with the Story Grid people. I um, feel very excited after that call, and I feel very excited to put away the manuscript for now, give them the 75%, stop working on it, and then re, like go back to the last, or go back to the, the Transitus book. And I was super excited because on Saturday, yesterday, um, my second pass for Transitus in full came back to me. So now I have a project. I really didn't want to take time away from The Last Curret and work on Transitus. But now that I'm putting away The Last Curret, I can really focus all of my attention on Transitus and make it the best I can. And because um, she and I have already worked on like the first, at least the first quarter of that book, I can really get into like the middle and the end and focus my attention on those places because I'm realizing that um, I also stopped on my first pass of Transitus at like 75%-ish. So there's something there as far as I need to get to the bottom of why I have been struggling with endings, like what, what it is, and I think I know what it is, um, but yeah, so now I get to just make the ending really strong for Transitus, and come at it with fresh eyes, like I've had enough of a break, I was really focused on the other book, and now like, I'm really, like I've got a good process with Uh, switching between these two books and it feels good Um, if I started a third book I don't know I would go insane Um, (laughs) sometimes it crosses my mind but I do want to do a book two rather than like a completely different book and for a book two to happen for the last current I need to finish the last current so some things need to happen the other thing 
that I am learning about my personal writing process that I would like to share with you all is that I cannot write a crappy first draft. Like I can, my everyone has a crappy first draft. But what I mean by that is I can't speed write through plotting in order to get plotting down on the page, no matter what the words look like, just to get to the beginning to end. No, I have to really strategically think about my writing process from beginning to end in a, in a more deliberate, slow way, if that makes sense. And I'll elaborate on that. So what I mean for my process is that I need to be as high level, like as, I don't know if that's the right word, but as um, top, as on top of my craft as possible from beginning to end for every single draft. And I know that I can write quickly in a high quality if I know what I'm writing about, if I'm not struggling through the plot, etc. Um, I enjoy that. That's literally the one thing that gives me joy when I'm doing this and like going back and looking at my work after the fact, polishing it up a little bit, posting a little snippet on my Instagram stories, whatever it is. That's what makes me feel good about my work. And I'm also saying this because as I'm getting into the editing process, an editor isn't going to make your work transform into a different style. An editing process is going to just really give you feedback and tools on things that need to be tweaked. So if you start out with a really crappy first rough draft, the writing is terrible, the dialogue is terrible, like whatever it is, you're essentially rewriting everything and you're having to, I mean, you're rewriting everything no matter what. And I guess it's, it really comes down to preference. But like for me, if I'm working with a crappy draft, I don't feel inspired by it. But if I'm working with pieces of my writing that are high quality, I can start piecing those different pieces together, like stitching them together, almost like a quilt, uh, moving them around as I, as I need, which is what I've been doing with the last current. And I know that it's going to be high quality. And I'm doing this one pass and I'm realizing I started reading actually I, I got derailed the first time I read my first draft for the last current. I got derailed because I was like, oh, this is this is crap. But I started rereading this new version that I have, and I felt good about it, but there was also moments where I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's not good, but it's mostly because of the plotting, not the writing. Um, like, the pacing, the plotting, all of that structure. And it all, like, it's all goes together. Um... So, when I'm working with something that I feel excited about, I can continue to level up each draft with ease. Um, so, I see things that are wrong with my second pass, my rewrite, or whatever. But I feel that it'll be much easier for me to achieve a high standard of writing 
with that draft than with something that's really crappy. I don't want to send an editor something that's really crappy, that's not really thought through, that's not um, quality, because that quality isn't going to change with the edits. The editor can't change your quality. Only you can change your quality. And so what level of quality do you want to start with when you start actually hacking at your novel and editing it? I don't know if that like really makes sense. Maybe it'll resonate with some of you. But I'm also like a different... Uh, I don't even want to say different because I think we all have different processes and there's just one mainstream way of doing it that is talked about. Um, but I, I easily write sentences that flow well together that are of a high craft because I enjoy that so much. Like the craft of words is my top skill. The crafting of the story and the plotting... I have varying levels of skill. Um, so because it comes easy for me, I start with the, the first draft or whatever, as high quality as I can get it. I don't want to stress about like just getting to the end. I want to enjoy the process. So that is another revelation that I've had recently. Um, just because like that's, that's how you're going to get a really well-written novel like people like there's so many books out there that maybe they have really great plotting but the writing is stiff or you can tell that it was I mean the craft of it isn't like on the top of their game and maybe that's fine that's fine for that process that's like whatever that person the author is working on like whatever works for them but for me I just enjoy the storytelling, like, imaginary part of it. Like, the imaginative, like, really diving into the senses and the environment and the words that are going to reach into somebody's soul and grab them. And I don't know if my words do that necessarily, but my hope is for it to do that. So... I'm trying, I'm trying to get there. And this is, this is all my ruminations on how, how I might get there. And it's just going to be a long, long process. Like I've finished a couple of drafts by now and I'm still working on the two same stories. And I might be well into next year before one of them is ready. Because I still, maybe I might prefer the last current to go out before transit is it depends on how the next couple months go I guess when I dive into this next edit on transitus and how I feel about it still need to assess that <laughs> to be honest um I still feel very self-conscious about my plotting and that's what I mean by like that's that's why I'm going into story grid right now because I don't want to feel self-conscious about it later. Like, I want as many perspectives as possible. And somebody already looked at that manuscript once before I rewrote it. So this is the first time somebody's going to have eyes on it to see, like, what does the structure look like? Specifically focusing on the structure. And I'm 
very excited about that. So I will share one of the reasons why I feel that my endings get kind of sticky and that my plotting suffers maybe a little bit. What I'm realizing are some additional weaknesses that I haven't really put words to. I haven't really acknowledged. Um, So now I'm like fully realizing and acknowledging these weaknesses. So character motivations feels like a weakness. Um, As well as like raising the stakes, which is like, this is kind of a story grid reference, but I'm sure this is a thing for everybody. There needs to be stakes in your book, you know, like otherwise it's not interesting. Um, so as I'm thinking about plotting and the weaknesses in the plot, I think a lot of it stems from other weaknesses that I'm feeling self-conscious about. And it is very possible that I am being too hard on myself, but I'd rather be too hard on myself than just accept it for what it is. Like, I'd rather be, like I said earlier, like, as good as possible. Um, So, character motivation, which I've realized is a weakness because... Okay, well, maybe it's not a weakness, but maybe it's just a a sticking point in in, uh, transitus right now for a character that I had added in as a main char- main-ish character l- like later on so like I was done with the manuscript and then I was like oh well this person needs their own scenes so I added them later on and so like I've been having to flesh them out more and more as I get into it because they were an afterthought um but there was just one spot where like the motivation for the character was like extremely iffy And um, my editor pointed that out and I was like, oh yeah, okay, I can agree with that. And I have no idea what to do with this this information. I need to think on it. And so um, she sent me that last week, like a week ago, last weekend. And then I was in New York all week. So I told her, I told her, I was like, can you just send me the whole manuscript when you're ready like next weekend like whatever whatever you've got next weekend and then I'll start working on it there um at that time and that's when she like was like oh by the way I'm done so like I have the whole the whole edit so now I can really focus on the whole thing which is exciting um but yeah I didn't put any thought into it until this morning the character's motivation And I get in my car to go to yoga and I'm like, gonna listen to an audiobook, but then I'm like, no, I'm gonna think about this book. So I turn on music and usually when I, I've trained myself, I think, to think of things like on the spot. So I have a good, a good meditative process as far as that goes. So I'm in the car and I'm like two minutes in. And I think of, oh, okay, that makes sense. Because this person, like, needed a motivation for kidnapping somebody. But, like, for good reasons. 
but they still needed a, a motivation. Like, what what is in it for them? And I was like, oh, well, they're actually terrified of their mother and they want to escape. So, like, this other person is offering kind of like this sanctuary situation, like offering a way out. And all you have to do is help me with this good deed, like kidnapping this kid because this kid is in danger. And then I'll like give you a way out. So the motivation is like motivated by safety because I was, I was doing a little bit of studying on motivation again. Um, it's, you know, the standard thing, like the basic needs, you know, um, you need to be able to sleep, eat, drink, and then it goes up the tier into like all the way to psychological needs. You need shelter. And then I realized, well, their home life is not safe. They do not, like, even if it is safe, they do not feel that it is safe. And so there is a severe threat to their shelter, their safety, their home. And that is extremely motivating. So I thought of that, like, pretty quickly this morning. (laughs) But, um, like, it's useful to have those motivations as you're writing, like, beforehand. And I guess maybe I just try too hard to, like, capture everything all at once. So maybe that's where I'm, like, really extremely hard on myself. And I know, like, the first draft of any book is not going to be resembling the final draft in any way whatsoever but it's just finding the way to get there so so that's really it I had a bunch to share and I want to encourage you all to just throw out all of the conventions all of the rules that you are told either consciously or subconsciously like from when you were in elementary even like all of those rules throw them out and do what feels right to you and I think that's the only way like enjoy the process that's the only way you're going to come out with a piece of work that you feel good about that is going to translate to other people Like, find that joy. Find that joy. That's, that'll be the episode title. Find that joy and throw out all the rules. So, thank you for listening. Please uh, subscribe to my mailing list that um, I'm not currently using until one of these two books is ready. And I will be very grateful. Thank you. Follow me on Instagram. I put my snippets on my stories once in a while. Uh, Brianna Mariah is my handle. And that's it. Thanks for listening.